The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? Kels Charles Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. This week was weird, but we have something special for you to make up for it. And it is one David Hellman. Hi, Dave. Hi, Davey. Long time no speak. Y'all are really good at waiting just long enough to ask me to do this to where I feel guilty and agree to do it. Well, I will guilt you anyways, because I am taking care of your son. So that's true. And I'm, you know, I don't, we're not neighbors anymore. I don't get to see y'all's shining faces all the time. So this is a good opportunity to reconnect. Yes. Uh, My hottest sports take. I can't, I don't know why I'm doing this at the top of a podcast. Do it. My I one shining moment is is an awful song. I don't like it. I'm not what? a fan. I hate Thunderstruck. If, if you want to really rile up some uh some of the um, I actually I love Thunderstruck, but I went to every Cowboy game for ten years straight. So I'm like, it's not a bad song, but I'm just kind of over it. Okay, so one shining moment's a bad song. Yeah, one shining moment's just awful. <laughs> Thunderstruck is good, but it, I just I've heard it too many times. I beg to differ on, on all fronts. Thunderstruck forever, first of all. You're not tired of hearing Thunderstruck? No, I'm really not. Like, that's my, like... Like, they even play... They play Thunderstruck when they, like, make an appearance. And not even, like, just games. Like, they play Thunderstruck at training camp. Yeah. They play I Thunderstruck guess... at the shopping mall. You want to know my, you wanna know my, my honest opinion? And yeah. I, I figured... I think it's it's how they brainwash you. Like, I think that there's like some like, like, what's the word? I'm You know, like stairway to heaven. And like, if you play it backwards, it like says something crazy. Like, I think there's like some hidden verbiage within Thunderstruck that like hypnotizes all Cowboys fans and makes you prisoners of Jerry. This is the entire plot of Josie and the Pussycats. Just so <laughs> <laughs> that is what I think. Uh, I really love that. Happens. I love that theory a lot. Um, it tracks. It tracks. <laughs> Can you like, it worked on me. You I get in. when I know they're about to do the kick line and everything. Like, I'm trained. You, you hear them start going, thung, 
and all of a sudden you're like, we them boys, it's our yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're it's like, it, you just, it's, it's like, it's like you start talking about like how Tony Romo, like if he, it's, if he would have had these weapons, what he could have done. And like, what if he didn't snap the ball that way that one time? That And we just say the same things over and over again until we die. <laughs> I mean, look, sometimes I debate if that's what life has in store for me. I actually want to know, genuinely speaking of the topic, because I don't, I think we were just talking about it. I'm going to pour my dog's food right now. So he doesn't keep barking. Yeah, but- seriously. You're like, you're like doing chores around the house while you're <laughs> podcasting just to give people a, a visual. <laughs> this is true. Exactly. I'm feeding, can dogs eat blueberries? I'm being very serious. No. Can I, are you being I serious? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think they, I don't think they're supposed to. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to need to give my dog some new food. Um, I think that you can give dogs blueberries. I feel like you can. Okay. Blueberry flavored food is fine if it's dog food. Physical blueberries. Can dogs? No, I don't think so. God, I'm a bad. Yes, dogs can eat blueberries. AKC.org. What are y'all talking about? All right. Okay, fine. There is a berry they can't have. I don't know what it is. It's grapes. Okay, what is your... Yeah. Kelsey's out here like, why doesn't my dog behave better? And meanwhile, she puts blueberries in his food. Like, I wonder. (laughs) I wonder. He's like, don't give me that basicness. Um, well, now everyone knows that they can give their dogs blueberries if they want to. You're welcome. You didn't know that. You don't give them grapes. Yeah, but if you want them to be well behaved, maybe don't give them people. Give food. them raw broccoli. Like uh, yeah, Okay, I hear Josie likes that. I I I wouldn't know because I don't feed my dog people food. But he, he eats is leaves of kale and spinach too. He's your dog right now, so you can do what you want. <laughs> I'm just turning him into a healthy boy. Yeah. Has, um, has he lost? Has he lost any weight? I haven't weighed him. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's he's kind of fluffy, he regardless. Booty still chunky, you know. Just like his daddy. <laughs> Booty still chunky. Um, I do need to know though, for real, since we were just talking about this. Um, I want to play a game of Cowboys narratives. Oh God. And I'm actually this going is actually to... Dave's job. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm going to ask you. Are you gonna do like F Mary Kill the narratives or something? I am. I am. I'm going to ask you. We're iterating on the go, in which I'm actually loving the direction. We're going to play F Mary Kill Cowboys Narrative Edition. Okay. So the first one up is Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback. That's the first one. The second narrative is Tony Romo could have uh, won a Super Bowl with different with the current Cowboys uh, offensive weapons. Okay. What's the, what's the third one? What should our third one be? Anything Jerry says. I don't know. Dave. You mean to tell me that I have to not only appear on your podcast but help you make the content for it too yeah no this is not surprising this should not be surprising to you no i I refuse how about this no 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 no. um then the 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 i try to a jalen hurts versus dak prescott narrative um okay i'm just gonna f uh that dak prescott's an elite quarterback and i'm gonna kill the tony romo thing i'm actually 
I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry the Dak Prescott because F implies that it's one time, like a one-time thing. Whereas well, I am implying that it's sexy. It is. Me. I mean, it is. Uh-huh. It is sexy. He wants to have hot sex but with that. I'm hair. not ready to commit to it oh, yet. Wait. Because, you, know, he, you know what? Actually, really quickly, guys. Just in the nature of the of the context of the conversation, if you have kids, this is a PG-13. He said F. Yeah, I know, but just the nature. I'm just trying to be friendly. So keep going, though. Please. PG-13, time. Okay. Anyways, I mean, Dave has to um, marry that take every day on his show. So, um, you know, and you defend I, it well. I, I, I And I'll never stop. What was the um, headline the other day oh, that like someone wrote up? All-knowing Dak. All-knowing David Hellman trusts Dak is right again or something like. I I swear, I've like, I don't remember the gentleman's name who wrote that. I appreciate it, but like, part of me wonders, like, it was Kyle Coster, and he said, "All-knowing Dave Hellman has faith in Dak Prescott is right again." (laughs) I like, I is that like, is that like my brother writing under a pseudonym? Is that? Is that like somebody I went to high school? Your brother with? would like, never say such nice things publicly about you. No, that's what you get. True. Also, my brother like doesn't social media. He doesn't social media. He doesn't <laughs> like the Cowboys. That's like, what I, you think. Fair. Okay, <laughs> I I came with the third narrative. It's F Mary Kill, and we're playing it with Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback. Tony Romo would have won a Super Bowl with this this the last five years worth of Cowboys offensive weapons and then Jerry Jones needs to step down as the GM of the of the Cowboys. Go. Wait, I think what I said before stands because <laughs> I would marry Jerry Jones needing to, to step down as the leader of the Cowboys. So I did it. So summarize uh, what's your what what is yours then? You're asking me? No, no Meg. Meg. Oh. oh I said F um Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback. Until he can commit to me, um, and then I'm going to kill the Tony Romo narrative because it's like you can't go back in time. And I'm going to marry Jerry Jones needs to go. Boom goes the dynamite. I said what I said. Are you saying you would marry it because you just want? I want it to happen. You want it to happen desperately yeah. and badly and deeply. Yeah, and I can commit to that. Okay. I think I would. Um, that's a good one, I guess. Thank you. I would marry. I would marry Dak being an elite quarterback because, like, every important number says that he is, and it's just. It, it, sorry, go away. It is what it is. He's one of the ten best quarterbacks in the league. Argue with your mom. Every stat. Every stat says that he is and not to mention i've watched every game he's ever played and more often than not he's really effing good um i would f i would f the tony romo would win with these weapons thing mainly because like i'll i'll give it a shot to see but like i i i i mean i want that i want it to go away like can we first of all first of all (laughs) the cowboys the Cowboys this year's Cowboys weapons aren't even that great. Like the, the weapons that Dak is working with this year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I would have liked to see, I would have liked to see Romo get a shot with like last year's team where you had Amari Gallup and lamb all healthy. You had Zeke and Tony 
and you had that defense. Yeah, I would like I would like to see that. So I would f that. Um, and then I'll kill the Jerry thing. Not because I like, not because I disagree, but like, what? Why? What's the point of banging your head against that wall? It's never going to change. Like, if you, if you need that to happen to make you happy, just go root for another team. Because like I, Jerry's, see, obviously, I don't need it to happen, but like, I want it. But like, what? Exactly. Like, why even? Why even exhaust the energy? Like, he's not going to do it, and neither will his children like that's just not going to happen so like it's not even worth being frustrated right over. so like like the person i'm married to today um it's non-existent and therefore <laughs> so like you're you're <laughs> so just you're striving for the i an ideal future <laughs> that might not come exactly okay all right i can get behind that keep swiping ladies <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't know what Kelsey's choosing. I don't. Are you just giving us options here? Are you choosing? I think I would. So we're putting F as in a like. F, is F a positive light or F is a like? No, F is definitely it? positive. I mean, as far as I'm aware, you want to F things that you're really attracted to. Well, although whenever you're given like the three worst options, some of it's like, what could you handle versus not? Yeah, like handling it for a day instead of your whole life. Yeah. 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 I would say I'm effing the. I am effing the. Damn. I can't decide because I'm a little torn about the Tony Rome. Like I, I do. I do love Tony Romo and like. I'm I'm torn on that narrative right now for a minute because I just feel like as a Cowboys quarterback, like you innately are just automatically thrown into this crazy spotlight and it's this level of unfair pressure. I mean, I don't feel too bad for a bunch of millionaires, but like at the same time, it's almost just the scrutiny you face. And I just like really at times like wish that he could have just gotten over the hump a little bit more. And so like that narrative does intrigue me, but it also very much irritates me because well, I so if, you, if you married getting rid of Jerry, then maybe the person who came in his place would have gotten him some help on offense. Think hey. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll marry, I'll marry that narrative because it's no disrespect, but like, I just think one of the things that I'm learning as I am moving up in my career is that there is no shame in delegation and surrounding yourself with people that are better than you at certain things or are specialists or very good at their jobs, especially if that's a weak spot in your area. And I just really feel like we've been banging our heads against the wall for a hot minute. And I feel like it would make a lot of sense that if you are not personally having success, like if there was another GM in this position and they hadn't had success for as long as Jerry hasn't, they would not have a job <laughs> if they were not also the owner of the team. Yeah, but, but the the thing is that the um, the money's still rolling in. So that's he he that's I mean he he is the owner of the team. Like it's, that's I get it's so tedious. People, what's that? He gives us so much stuff to talk about. I mean that he does, but like I just people are like, oh, he would have been fired if he didn't own the team, and I'm like, well, no shit, Sherlock, but he does <laughs> own the team. That's, I know. That's the reality of the world we live in. Like I said, I mean, if I, I'm like, I, I understand that it's frustrating. I completely do. I completely do. But 
it, I, you know, I don't like to stress myself out about things that can't be helped. So, and I think I would, because of that, I would then F the Dak Prescott is a elite quarterback. I believe it because I find his stat lines sexy, but I'm sorry. He is, he has a couple more boxes and he's super close, but like, I'm not putting him in the same conversation as like the elitist of elite of elite of elite. How's that? I just not. He's got to win in the playoffs. Right. He does. And he, I just think that's what you have to do. Like not, until I sit there and have the conversation that we just had off air before we hopped on about like what boogeyman are we going to face? Like, I don't know that other teams are having that same conversation and like, they are scared of him, but like, it's like an innate fear of Aaron Rodgers is terrifying. Even when he's not playing at like the highest level possible, Aaron Rodgers is a freak. Aaron Rodgers could have negative 10 seconds left in the game and still find a way to beat you. And you be like, what the F just happened? Like, that's like the kind of level of play that that man, as much as we hate him is capable of doing. And like, I know we've seen like it almost get there with Dak and like, I believe in him and I love him. And I, I think he's going to get there. I just think he, like you said, he has to win the playoffs. Well, it's okay. I mean, it's okay for there to be levels to this, you know, like yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are, I mean, Brady's the best to ever play. And Rodgers is somewhere in the top five or the top 10 all time, depending on who you ask. So of course, Dak's not there. Um, and he can't be there unless he does a lot more. But among guys under the age of 30 starting in the NFL right now, I think I think he's pretty firmly below three to five guys. Like he's obviously you can't you can't successfully argue that he's on the level of a Mahomes or an Allen or a Lamar. Even a Burrow, like, I mean, it's inarguable that Joe Burrow has accomplished more than Dak Prescott to this point, which is crazy because it's only Joe's third year, but it's just facts. Um, As he wears his national championship t-shirt. That's true. Yeah, I'm a little biased, but I don't care. Um, I mean, Joe's got four playoff wins already. Dak is still looking for his second. So that stuff matters. That kind of leads me to like, the playoff picture, if you don't mind me going off kilter here, Kels. We love is- kilters. Wait, before you do that, though, I, I appreciate you, Kelsey, just because I would like to see Romo get a shot with, like, some of the teams that Dak has had. Like, if Romo had stayed healthy in 16 or 2021, yeah. that would be fascinating. But I do really hate the revisionist history that Romo never had any help. It's such bull crap. It's not true. That's fair. Um, he was on like three to five really, really good teams. So anyway, that's I how digress. I feel about that. I, really yeah, agree. Like, if, I, I digress. If I could like cherry pick history and build like the super team, like Space Jam-esque, hell yeah. Right? Like. Okay, actually, if you could do that, I'm oh, so sorry, not to kilter things some more, Megan, but uh, if you could do that and build a super team of Cowboys quarterbacks, 
Who's your who's your first string and who's your second? And who's your third? I know who Dave's first is probably going to be. You're talking about all time? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not even hard. It's, it's Staubach, Aikman, and then I think three. I don't think you can go wrong with Romo or Dak. I would pick Dak, but I'll be honest and just say that's because I covered his entire career. Like, you know, Romo, Romo was like nearing the end of his career by the time I got to the Cowboys. And like, so I just like, I didn't develop a relationship with him, at least not a very good one. And I only covered, if you think about, I mean, Romo was hurt for most of 15 and he obviously didn't really play in 16 at all. So I only covered two full Romo seasons, 13 and 14. Did you really? Um, I mean, I would have been the same. Because I mean, think I mean Romo only Romo played like three games in 2015. Like he wasn't even really a part of that season. Um, so yeah, so like I mean, I covered Romo, but nowhere near to the same degree as Dak. So like I, I mean, I go with Dak just because, like I said, I've watched every moment of his career from the very beginning. So like I completely admit my bias there, but I would pick Dak. And Dak has a better playlist, right? Yes, I mean that's that's. That was one of your biggest complaints about Tony was that he would play awful music in the. I mean, it wasn't awful. It was just like very dad rock. Like you knew Romo was around. Dad rock, baby. You knew Romo was around when like Journey came on the stereo. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> my one of my favorite Romo stories is um like the as a I was friends with the, I'm a friend with the nutritionist one who was the nutritionist at the time and like the 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 team like would set like parameters Dave I don't actually know this for for a fact or not like can you get fined based off of like not hitting your weight or like not being able within the guidelines of like what the nutritionist deems appropriate for your your position and body t- body type is that a thing or is that just yeah like- hell yeah it is that's why guys like cut weight and hang out in the sauna like on weigh-in days and stuff like that it's not as like it's not as rigorous during the season for most guys but like training camp off season a lot of guys have like weight benchmarks built into their contracts sometimes i i shouldn't say a lot of guys but like that's that is a thing for sure I just couldn't remember like how stringent they were. Like I knew, like obviously, you hear like the whole like, oh, this person looks heavier, this person leaned up, but I couldn't remember like how specific they would get. But uh, either way, like they have those benchmarks for those guys, and <laughs> she would always be like, the quarterbacks are the worst. <laughs> like, like Kyle Orton and like Romo, like did not care. Like there, yeah, it was there was like, like what are you gonna do? <laughs> there was like rumors that Tony would go like. 
get like laser fat removal. <laughs> so good. So good. Anyways. Um, hey, you live. Not to continue to kilter things, Meg, but to kilter things. I don't think you're using that word correctly, but I know I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. Way of doing it. <laughs> I really hope you didn't think that I actually thought that kilter was a, a term that was, I was like she keeps on its own you know that's not real <laughs> let, just let me just let me sit here with my my jokes that fall flat thank you <laughs> all right well okay so I don't like any way that this can really go um in my ideal world we beat Tom Brady we beat the Eagles and then we like go to the NFC championship, but uh, I just feel weird. What if, like, you wouldn't like it? What if, like, what if a miracle happens and the Cowboys win on Sunday and the Eagles lose and then the 49ers also lose and then the Cowboys get the bye? How would that make you feel? <laughs> I would believe in voodoo at that point. I'm not even joking. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's pretty tough to believe. the Packers in that scenario, is that right? Well, we wouldn't know. Like the Cowboys okay. would have the bye, and they and they would, would have, have to, to play. Yeah, they would play the lowest remaining seed, so they would play. I mean, if if the Packers upset the Forty ers which would be hysterical, I guess that would be possible. But I think the more realistic scenario in that case would probably be you would probably play the winner of uh, Tampa Bay, Philly. So you would you would get Brady or the Eagles at home as your first playoff game, maybe. I mean, keep in mind, there's like there's like a four percent. No, there's like a one percent chance of this yeah. happening, especially with uh, the Giants sitting their like entire team. No yeah, no, I have a feeling they're going to try to they're going to try to build up the excitement like we're doing it on speak this week. Like people are trying to build up the excitement for Dallas and Philly playing at the same time. And I'm just like, guys, if the Giants even start a single starter that person will be out of the game by the second quarter. Like the giants just are not going to play all their guys. I feel like if Philly's not up by like 17 points at halftime, I'll be pretty, I'll be pretty yeah. shocked. <laughs> Same. I like something would have had to go terribly wrong for that to be the case um, for them at least. But I don't know. I think I've conceded to the fact that like, you're, we're going to have to play the like worst possible route if we want to get anywhere. Um, and I'm not confident in it at all. I think nobody is really, but, uh, here's the funny thing. So, I mean, if we're, let's be real with ourselves, like I prefer not real. the, the overwhelming, the overwhelming likelihood is that the Cowboys go to Tampa to play the bucks in the wild card round as the five seed. And like on paper, the Cowboys are like playing better football in almost every way, except the Bucks have a bunch of really good wide receivers and the Cowboys secondary has been less than inspiring for the last month. Uh, and also it's Tom Brady and also it's the Cowboys in the playoffs. So like and they're on the road. Yeah, well, although but I will say this, like. Like Tampa in January is a great like if you got to go on the road in the playoffs, that's where you want to be. Like it's yeah. going to be like 62 degrees, Beautiful. maybe warmer, honestly. Um, 
So it's funny, like just on paper, that looks like a really favorable matchup for the Cowboys. But I just think we've all been on this roller coaster a few too many times and like nobody feels very good about it. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm terrified of any option, really. Um, I I just wish I felt more confident in our ability to like get those magic moments that you need to like really like beat someone like Tom Brady or you know not that we're gonna see Aaron necessarily but you know it's possible maybe there's a chance (laughs) I I I agree with you I I mean uh it's so it's so frustrating because like like the the Bucks the Bucks aren't a very good team like they're completely one-dimensional their offense only functions properly for like half a quarter per game. And their defense is solid, but it's been banged up. I just like even even knowing that the Bucks beat the Cowboys ass in week one, like the, the Cowboys are a much better team right now. But do you have any faith that that will translate to a one off playoff game? I know I don't. I I definitely don't. Random question. Cause I just started thinking about it. Like, you know, like when Tom Brady, sorry to sidebar, but not really. We love sidebars. You know, when Tom Brady obviously left the Patriots and the whole conversation was like, were the Patriots built by Bill Belichick or was it Tom Brady? And I feel like everyone was like, it was Brady. Like, and, and now Brady's in this position where it's like, Oh, well, is, is he now exposed? Like, do you feel like that? The, the team, the Buccaneers, and how they've been performing the, the last part of this season or a decent part of this season undermines Tom's – I don't want to say legacy because that's not even, like, that's laughable, but, like, undermines that argument about – I mean, I mean like, what happened? Like, what happened? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how it's like Tom Brady could take lemons and make lemonade, but, like, he's been decently unsuccessful this season. And we've, we've seen, I think for me, it was a bit shocking for a little bit at first to see the Patriots not be just these juggernauts. And I don't know, it's just a, it's a weird thing to witness and to see. And I almost feel like I kind of wish I'm not going to go into the camp and be like, Tom, you should have stayed in retirement and things would have been better. But like, maybe Tom, you should have stayed in retirement and things maybe would have been better. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously an argument to be made that he should have stayed retired. Or honestly, I kind of I think he should have retired after they won the Super Bowl with, when he won it with Tampa. Because like, what are you realistically gonna? What's gonna like? What are you gonna? How are you gonna improve upon that? Like, right. uh, but no, I I don't agree. Just because, look, I mean, Brady went to the Bucks. He's been there for three years. He's made the playoffs all three years. You realize. He's five and one in the playoffs with Tampa Bay. Like he's got more playoff wins with the Bucks than any other NFC quarterback has. That's crazy. So no, I don't. Um, or well, not counting Aaron Rodgers. Uh, any quarterback that is currently in the playoff field. Um no, I hate I, uh, no, he's made the playoffs all three years. Like, yeah, they're not. I mean, they're an older team. Their offensive line is beat to hell. Their receiving core has been in and out of the lineup. Their defense has been banged up. And Brady's 
not as good as he used to be, so he can't make it all work on his own. But I don't think he no, and and on top of that, the the Pats look way worse off than Brady does. Like the Pats suck. Um so no, I don't I don't think it hurts his legacy, but I do wonder, like, it's such an interesting question, like like where does Tom Brady go from here unless they put together a miracle Super Bowl run? Like what are what are the odds that Brady wins another Super Bowl? Like they don't look good and is the goat is Mr. Seven Rings Brady going to be okay with calling it a career losing in the wild card round? Like I feel like that's not going to sit well with him, but he might not have a choice. I don't know. So I don't think it'll sit well with him. I, yeah, I don't d- He's only on a 1-year contract, yeah. He's a free agent when the season's over, yeah. There might be a place that intrigues him, I guess. Um, oh, I, I, I completely, I don't think he'll be back in Tampa next year. Ah! That's just a, that's just a hunch on my part. Okay, I, I, hear I me out. Brady brings Peyton, and they just go build a new team. And oh, were you hanging out in my apartment with my family over Christmas because? <laughs> My Saints fanatic father is convinced uh, that Peyton's gonna come back to the Saints and bring Brady with him, and the Saints <laughs> are gonna win like five Super Bowls together. <laughs> I was like, I, you know what, Dad, for your sake, I hope you're right. I, you know what? If that happened, good on him. I'm dead. I don't. I don't know where he would go, but I do. I think he's. I don't think he's gonna retire because again. I don't think he wants to go out sad, and I feel like the Bucks are probably going to go out sad this year. Maybe well, he can go go up to the Jets. I thought and about that. That would be go home because not to be like a, a an asshole, but like genuinely, like I would imagine that it's probably not a super fun place to go, like be retired, considering his current state of affairs or lack thereof. Yeah, I would well, be sad to go retire to a broken home. Just saying. <laughs> like, I think he has a couple of homes he could probably choose from. If he's yeah. just like, really yeah, like, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> He'll sure be all right. Be okay. He'll take some cr- more creepy selfies with his son somewhere and post them for some um, reason. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a handful of landing spots that make sense for him. Like, I mean, his OC is in his former OC is in Las Vegas. They have Devonte Adams. They have Darren Waller. Um, the Jets. I mean, the Jets are a ready-made team. Like the Jets are ready to contend right now if they had a good quarterback. And I just wonder if he would be willing to play for one of the Patriots' biggest rivals. I feel like that would be really spicy hmm. if Brady signed on to play point. a division rival. Yeah. Um. He I could bring him to greatness. That would be like that's a storyline, but that's also a risk because like he could fall. He could he could like really. It, it's almost like you remember when like Favre at the end, where you like he like he didn't stop, and then he went and it just was kind of like. I mean, like, the end. The end comes for everybody, and yeah. Brady's still playing at a pretty high level. But like, obviously, you can't do that forever. I just feel like it's risky. Like you say, it's ready made, but like I would rather if I was in his position with an ego and capabilities like he has, I would rather be like, I mean, again, of course he would, but I would just, 
I'd rather like be like, oh, the Chiefs need me. Not that I would ever, obviously, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I go to a team that's like a little more of like a sure thing. Like the Jets, I the Jets just would scare me. I mean, uh, teams that are a sure thing don't typically need quarterbacks. That's the of problem. Of course, that's my point. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not speaking in logical terms. I just ah. feel like he's like at this position where I just feel like he probably should have stopped already. And now he's like in a really, he's on a tightrope a little bit. If he wants to like go out on a high note, potentially it's a high risk, high reward. I think he should have retired when the bucks won the super bowl, because now the longer you play, the more risk you do of like damaging your long-term legacy. And the more unlikely it is that you like go out on the note that you want to. Yeah. He has so many like other things to do too. Like go do that. But in his defense, the Bucks won the Super Bowl and returned all 22 starters from that team. Like, how do you pass up that opportunity? I don't know. Maybe you should have, though. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, maybe you should have. <laughs> I mean, just considering the, like, landscape that you, like, go up against, there's, I don't know. This yeah. year is going to be especially hard in the NFC. So, you know, it's all just going to be gravy and such a great time. I'm going to be not stressed at all. Okay. So Dave, hit us with your, um, your postseason prediction. Oh. Your gut feel. I'm sorry. I just feel like I need that from Why? you because I just feel like I, I haven't exploited our friendship enough tonight. And so, sure. I like, yeah, you, you guys miss. You take yep. you take liberties with our friendship on the reg, and fortunately, I love you enough that I don't hold it against you. Yeah, and then I'll let you go because then I should probably try to go to sleep because sleep is something I need. And don't. Oh, right, it's late over there, huh? Um, over <laughs> there, huh? I mean, it's not even nine o'clock out here. Um, I don't know, man. I really, I mean, I just like I'm not. I'm not selfish enough or like naive enough to think the Cowboys are going to make like a Super Bowl run, but I just need them to do something. I just need them to win. I mean, they need to win a game at the least. If they broke the Tom Brady curse, would that help you? Yes. Yeah. Beat Tom Brady. Like it would be their first win against Tom Brady, by the way. I know. I'm aware. Beat Tom Brady. And then, like, even I like just get to the NFC championship game so we can stop saying that. Just get there so we can stop saying that they haven't been there in 30 years. That's all I want. That means we have to beat the Eagles, right? Not necessarily. I mean, it. it's yes, that would be likely. But like, theoretically, you know, like if Green Bay were to upset San Francisco, then like, right. <laughs> then I think the Cowboys would actually get like the Vikings probably. So like, there's a lot of different ways that it can go. Um, just, just do something. Cause like if they go, zero and one in the playoffs, I don't want to, I, first of all, I have to go to work and like do a show about it for starters. I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to face LaShawn McCoy. If the Cowboys go, zero and one in the playoffs <laughs> and then, and then on top of that, just again, like we gotta, we just gotta do this all over again. Like this Cowboys hamster wheel. Like we've got to live out another year of this team just being mindlessly disappointing. 
Um, so just I need the Cowboys to do something, but like real talk, I mean, I picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm I'm riding with Kansas City in the AFC, although I'm very I find that really interesting. <laughs> he does not think that they're gonna make it. Does he know who plays quarterback for them? Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, this was a funny conversation that I had with my um, Chiefs fan friend today is like just a a little bit of, I'll say a little bit of lack of confidence in their ability to make it all the way. Um, Because, and get this, they say exactly what we say every week. They play down to their competition. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know what that's like. (laughs) Here's the difference. They play down to their competition in the regular season because it's the regular season and the Chiefs honestly probably get a little bit bored from time to time. But like I love this is my favorite stat. Since Patrick Mahomes started starting for the Chiefs, like since they inserted him into the starting lineup, they have never not been in the AFC title game. That's all they know. It's the only it's all they got since he started being their quarterback. So I feel com- perfectly comfortable betting on them to turn it on for two or three games. Um, but I would, I mean, Hey, I would be perfectly happy to see Joe Burrow make another run. That would be awesome. And obvious, like, you know, I like the bills. I can't honestly, the NFC playoffs are so boring compared to the AFC. Like the AFC is just going to be a heavyweight fight. Like you've got Allen and the bills, Mahomes and the chiefs burrow and the Bengals. Uh, the Ravens are in there. We'll see if Lamar Jackson plays. I kind of doubt it. Justin Herbert's in the playoffs for the first time. Like AFC is going to be amazing. And then the NFC, you're like, all right, you got the Cowboys, Eagles, and Niners. I mean, that's, I guess the Packers are kind of making it interesting now. We'll see if they get in, but like, I'm just I'm nowhere near as interested in the NFC playoffs as I am the AFC, other than seeing how the Cowboys do. Well, it does, you know, affect your job and stress you out a bit more. So. Oh yeah, for sure. I honestly like. NFC is just fun. All right. Well, um, you know what's also cute is my dog is running out of toys to eat, so we're about to have a nuclear meltdown. I'm um, okay, Murphy. I am Cocaine Mophie, and my mom ran out of peanut butter and toys for me to play with so I don't be distracting while seeing the show. What are you eating? Ah! Ah! Um, anyways, good start. Um, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate you. And we appreciate the one David Hellman. I feel hilarious because you're such a celeb, especially in our atmosphere. I'm, but I'm not, though. I'm not. You are. It's fine, it's, though. You deserve, it's every, you deserve all the success that you get in the world but oh thanks all that to say tell the good people where to find you um where what time your show's at all the details so um they can continue to support you and your amazing work i do a sports talk show every weekday called speak on fs1 it is on 1 30 to 3 pacific time so that would be 3 30 to 5 central time um you know we talk about the Sports news of the day, particularly NFL, but it's me, Shady McCoy, Emmanuel Acho, and Joy Taylor. We have a lot of fun. Uh, you should check it out sometime. It's it's cool. We talk about the Cowboys a good amount. <laughs> well, you've seen the clips online, and you also write 
for uh, foxsports.com? I do. I write for foxsports.com. You can find me on Twitter at David Hellman underscore. I always say this, like, I just, I might be wrong, but I just feel like anybody that's listening to this podcast is probably familiar with my work. Maybe that's not true, but I, it feels flex like a safe on them, Davey. It's not a flex. I'm doing a Cowboys podcast with my best friends who both also work in Cowboys media. Like, what are the odds that you're listening to this and I haven't? crossed streams with what y'all do crossed like, streams cross paths whatever wow. on that note we're Get away from crossing me. streams <laughs> on girls talking more. go away <laughs> canceled i did this out of the goodness of my heart and this is what i get i love you so much send me um, some money i will david <laughs> everyone you don't need it. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't want it. <laughs> All right, guys. Make sure you subscribe to the Blog of the Boys podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, coming out, Meg and I, we like to talk about David Elman and with him on social media and just about things in general. I am on Instagram at hey, Kelsey Charles. I'm also on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, um, there's some really important words we like to leave you guys with. And this is because we always talk about t-shirts on our show because that's what I like to do because they haunt me. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Your t-shirts are going to be in our hands next Friday. and We're sending them out. Hallelujah. Amen. But that being said, Megan, leave the good people with the things they need to know. Dallas forever. Philly for never. Bye, guys.